You're listening to a podcast from 702. 702. The BRICS Report. China. Thank you, Cindy. And of course, joining us in the studio, Dr. Martin Davies. He's Managing Director of Emerging Markets and Africa at Deloitte and Touche. Good to see you, Dr. Davies. Thank you very much. Always good to be here. Oh, fantastic. Good to see you indeed. Let's start in, well, of course, this uh, announcement by China. They're seeking to limit foreign acquisitions. Mm. Last week, Friday, Colony, was announced China's government starting to, to, to put a, a halt to what's being called irrational foreign investments. Mm. Sounds a bit like Chinese investment these days abroad is a bit like the Japanese, arguably, in the early 90s, buying up golf courses and hotels and, and pretty sort of irrelevant assets aligned to national security. So the Chinese government came out last week announcing curbs uh, released by the state council, effectively the cabinet, um, to, 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 to halt a string of foreign acquisitions in, in these sort of sectors, in uh, companies like Anbang, HNA, uh, have been sort of spending billions um, across the world on, 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 on an array of sort of companies and sectors. We've spoken before about soccer teams in Europe, yeah. Southampton. And how much money they pay Aston players Villa. like Tevez. It's Always just insane. Always overpaying. So China's mm. re- looking at significant debt issues. Right? $28 trillion in debt now is, is, is the Chinese, uh, Chinese economy and the Chinese government. So the Chinese government's uh, sort of whole, starting to cut back on this. We'll still see state and enterprises investing abroad and the like, particularly this part of the world, but uh, less so-called semi-private or private investment going abroad, buying supposed irrational sort of acquisitions in, in assets. Interesting. Uh, the new development, uh, the BRICS Bank, established here in Santon? This is the story of last week. We had, um, if you recall back in 2014, the, the BRICS Development Bank, which has become known as the New Development Bank, was mm-hmm. established. Uh, the African Regional Chapter Field was opened in Santon last week. President Jacob Zuma was there, uh, as was Marusika Kaba, Minister of Finance. And, and much has been uh, you know, strong praise, a lot of, a lot of uh, um, sort of goodwill towards the bank politically, at least in, in, this, in this part of the world. Uh, the New Development Bank has already loaned $1.5 billion, mostly into renewable energy, a sector that's very sort of, you know, everyone's pro-renewable energy China's a heavy manufacturer of wind turbines, solar mm-hmm. panels, and the like. Of course, countries like India, South Africa need the energy, so off-grid, if you will. So it's been a good success in the last year and a half or so. That's about 20 billion rand invested. But, of course, ESCOM's recent travails has, has also blocked the IPP rollout and a lot of loans which are supposed to be coming into the renewable energy sector have been have been stymied by this policy move by ESCOM in recent years. So we'll be watching to see how the NDB, the BRICS Bank, plays out. Some are calling it a counterweight to the World Bank, the IMF and the like. Mm. I think that's somewhat overdone but as a commercial venture, you know, fingers crossed, hopefully it all goes well. Oh, fantastic. All right, we'll monitor it. <laughs> Interesting one, this, because China has banned long and weird company names. Yeah, this kind of, I came across this story and it's, 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 it's kind of hard to believe but you know Chinese uh, sort of localized names of foreign brands in, in the economy. So if you're driving, a, for example, a BMW in China, mm. it's not called a BMW; it's called a Baoma, which oh. literally translates as as treasure horse. So those of you in your BMWs now, you're actually driving <laughs> treasure horses. If you're in China, uh, other companies, Pampers, as in nappies, the, the, the translation of a Chinese name is Bang Bao Shi, which literally translates as help make baby comfortable, which oh. is which kind of reasonable. But if it's gone a bit too far in China now, there's some companies' names which, which, which are sort of rather sort of, how can I say, weird. And the Chinese government stepping in, as it tends to do rather often, uh, and sort of banning these names. For example, there's a, there's a condom company, you know, this is going, uh, in China called Uncle New. And that's okay. <laughs> Mm-hmm. But the full name of a company, more accurately, is as follows. And I'll take a deep breath. There is a group of young people with dreams who believe they can make the wonders of life under the leadership of Uncle New Internet Technology Company. Ooh. 
Now, it's not, it's not concise, but it's positive. Uh, another one here, Kalani, is, is uh, sort of, uh, and ba- this is the company's name, Beijing Scared of Wife Technology Company, along with Unping County Scared of Wife Netting Products Factory, are both registered companies. And this trend of weird, long, yeah. sort of, I don't know, semi-Chinese, uh, Chinglish, if we can call it, names, continues. So the Chinese government stepping in and said, no more silly names, at least come up with some decent ones. How are they going to please this? I don't know, but I think I'm for it. You know, it's actually quite interesting. I mean, the whole government in, intervening and saying, no, you can't name your company. This. I mean, of course, it's ridiculous. But for the government to get involved. I think it's kind of embarrassing. It's bad for national image. And the Chinese state doesn't quite like that. So sure. as per usual, they sort of meddle a bit too much, perhaps, in, in people's lives. In the I wonder what Lodidox in Chinese would mean. Of course, this is the company uh, by Mzwana Limani, the company that has bought NN7 and uh, TNA. Lodidox. I wonder in Chinese what it means. Eh? Listen, always good to see you, Dr. Martin Davis. Much, much appreciated. He's Managing Director of Emerging Markets and Africa at Deloitte and Touche. Thanks indeed. Thanks, Kalani.